for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. But before we dig into today's chapter, let's clear up some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own or are our guests' own. They do not reflect our profession, their profession, or any entity with whom we may have connections for employment now, in the past, or even in the future. If you need medical attention, advice, or care, please seek your own personal medical practitioner, not our podcast. We hope you enjoy. Hi, Tonja. Hello, Audra. We are uh, recording remotely. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Well, hit me with your good, bad, and ugly. Um, good, I survived the week. Um, bad, um... It was yet another long, exhausting week. That's kind of my ugly, too. I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, yeah, it's kind of really hard for me to uh, draw, try to pull back to that right now just because I'm watching uh, where I'm at. I have a good that's way better than, ooh, I just made it through the week. Because I need to tell my good that helps give me the oomph to get over that little hump. So, yes, oh, this is going to be a good day. Okay. Okay. And here's what it was. You and I were actually on the phone uh, when, when it occurred. Oh. Okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially on Friday when I'm headed 
out of town and we'll have to man things from the phone, you know. Yep. So as I'm getting ready to tell my uh, uh, person who is manning uh, the front desk, and I'm so glad that I have a front desk receptionist on this day. Uh, and so I'm learning through these things because I'm working on the art of delegation, and that's another topic that we can discuss uh, at another episode. Yep. And so I was giving her things, uh, I'm passing on things that can be done by someone other than me. Right. And I'm on the phone with you at the same time, so I'm like, woo, I am on my game. I am so glad I am flipping, holding it together and multitasking. And all of a sudden I look up and I I see this person. Mm-hmm. And let me just say I am a happily married woman. Mm-hmm. And uh uh, my husband and I, we have an agreement. We are allowed to window shop. We are not allowed to stop and fondle the merchandise. We are not allowed to take anything off of the rack and try it on for size to see how it fits. Nope. Only window shop. Well, you know, again, I'm a happily married woman, and really, there's not a whole lot window shopping really I do you know occasionally I'll see a fine fine a beautiful specimen of a human being a beautiful specimen a beautiful wrapped package yes and I looked up and I was I was taken back I was a little speechless and all I could do was just nudge I thought those person so that they could then talk to him then and see what they needed to kind of like help them out because, as you know, our conversation took a halt. <laughs> it went... <laughs> yep. And I will say that for a split moment, I did think... My good is that we were able to go swimming this week. Uh, that made my son's week, and he was very excited. So that was nice that Miss Milo let us come swim. Uh, my bad is I got sick yesterday, and that was the ugly has just been the week. I don't know, Mercury and retrograde or what the hell, but it's not been a pretty last few weeks. Uh, no, and you know, the funny thing is, is I thought that, okay, we're coming closer to... Uh, closer to an end of a pandemic, and so I thought with coming to that, where we're at, and 
some things, you would think it would get lighter and easier, but it's almost like I feel I've held it together through that so I can make it through to do all the things I needed to through that. And now it's like, okay, I made it through that and I can't keep my shit together for nothing. No. You know, it's yeah. like, it feels like it's like when you pull that one loose yarn on an afghan and then before you know it, the whole thing is unraveled. That's kind of how my week, I'm having more of those weeks yeah. than I guess I was planning on this far through a pandemic, making it through all that I have. I agree completely, and, and but I've always known that I hold things to I hold my shit together really well through a crisis, and then I fall apart afterwards, and I'm falling right. apart. Yeah, it's like once your mind knows, okay, whew, I made it through that, now I can let go. It's like the let go now is like holy crud, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I couldn't keep I couldn't keep my shit together if it came out as a brick. Like, I managed to crumble it. I don't know what the deal is. So. Exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's been, it's not, it's not cute. It's not pretty at all. Nope. Um, well, luckily <laughs> I gave up trying to be pretty a long time ago. So, I'm just <laughs> trying to make it through. You know what is funny, speaking of that, is that I had this whole thing about, like, I will not let COVID take my makeup from me. I will not let it happen. I'm going to keep putting my full makeup on because we're going to get through this one day and take our masks off. And I'm going to still be in the habit of wearing makeup. Yeah, I don't know if you saw me much this week, but um, I had no makeup yeah. on. None. Not a stitch. Yeah. Not e I couldn't even bother to put on mascara. I was like, I can't. The allergies were so bad here that I felt like I was ripping my eyeballs out. Right. And see, for me, I... I'm not a girly girl. I don't like really putting on makeup and having to stand in front of the mirror and do all this. Um, so for me, COVID was more like, oh, yes, thank you for setting me free. Now, how do you make it to where I don't have to wear a bra at work? <laughs> do that for me. And not that I have big boobs I'm trying to hold in because trust me, I do not have big boobs but a bra is still a bra no matter what your size exactly oh yeah it's it's still a noose around the neck but i i um i i think that putting on the makeup for me was like the one moment in the day that i had like a creative outlet that i could do my you know what i mean like paint my face on it was all yours it was all yours no matter how you wanted to do it it was all yours right yeah it was like some sort of illusion of control I was exerting over myself for some whatever you know also some mornings that's the way to convince yourself that you're not as tired as you feel or as you know where you can put your makeup on and okay yeah no you don't look like death warmed over once you put on some color you know what I mean absolutely so. absolutely yeah yeah for sure. But with COVID, hey, the mask, they, they pretty much take care of everything. But um, even the mask, one thing the masks have not um, really <laughs> I'm com uh, completely taken care of for me is my eyes still tell all. They still do. I mean, I can 
you know, whether I'm happy, sad, mad at the world, whatever, it, it's in my eyes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. RBF does not go away with half of your face gone. No, I can still have resting bitch face and everyone know what is exactly underneath that mask. <laughs> it's all good. It really is. Um, I think we were going to talk about critical thinking today, but I think we'll wait so that we have some time to do a little research and actually have a conversation about it face-to-face and, and discuss it a little bit more. So, coming soon. What do you think? Oh, it makes no difference to me. I'm critically thinking right now. <laughs> well, I just think, you know, in this world where there's so much misinformation, I think it's a lost art. Well, in this world that we're in right now, I don't think it some some it doesn't matter what information there is it, it, it the information can be out there but if you don't go to it and and want to gain something from it all the information in the world doesn't matter yeah or are you thinking that there's so much information for us to pull together to talk about and put out there is that where you were going with that no, I just think that people were critically thinking. I mean, yes, there is so much information out there to pull together. But as far as like. Okay, listen, you're going to have to splice this because I'm about ready to say, look, motherfucker, get over. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to cut the F-bombs. I like them. Um, I, I'll try to keep them at a minimum, but for some reason when I'm on the road, uh, the F-bomb and just, you know comes out it's a good rounded word that fits so many scenarios it is a great word actually um so just before anybody ats us she's driving hands-free people she's not she's fine oh yeah i'm fine i'm driving i'm just you know uh the way hands-free people drive sometimes is just insane to me absolutely insane yeah it makes sense it's like they're the only one on the road like look in your rearview mirror yeah but uh what we were talking about before though critical thinking is an interesting thing because people don't seem to know how to do it anymore and i don't know if that stems from you know the coddling of the american mind where parents solve everybody's problems Kids aren't yeah. out, you know, kids aren't outside problem solving together and figuring it out. Right. Um, or. But also, that is the skill that has to be worked on. Developed, you, yes. You yeah. learn that, I think, through experience. I, you know, you just, don't, you just don't go and get out of school and you're a great critical thinker now you might be able to prioritize but I don't even think straight from school you're great at prioritizing your patience no um, I, yeah I would agree but and I think you know in in and that's in anything whether it's you know looking at a patient and thinking is this the part of the assessment I need to hone in on but there's so much information in the world especially scientific information and people are quoting sources that you just kind of wonder, 
did you not research? And, and, and let me just be clear that doing a Google search is not research. That's not research. That's Google that's search. That's not research. No. I mean, it, it may help your research, but that's not research. That's not research. You've got to find good data with double-blinded studies that are peer-reviewed. It's just the way that that works. Well, and, you know, that's why when we were at school... Uh, being taught the textbook, um, well, someone's version of a textbook. Uh, you, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, well, I was talking about peer-reviewed, double-blinded studies. Yes, okay, that's why when we were in school and we had to, like, do a paper or care plans or something where we had to attach our resources, that's why we had to have no less than... I remember five, ten resources. That's why, because they're one place. Yeah, you need to find a consensus. Like, if there's 99 yes. people, 99 scientists are saying this one thing, and one or two or five are saying something else, more than likely, you've just confirmation, you just found confirmation bias of whatever it is that you wanted to look at. You know, if you wanted to prove this theory, you just found it. And it's, there's so much of that, that we all have our and own. You, you also learn that just because it's printed doesn't mean it's true. Oh my gosh, that's the fact, yes. And, and you and I can discuss and argue and debate what that data means and where it means we go forward. And I think that people have gotten very misled in thinking that science is a hard, that medicine and is a hard science. It's a soft science. We're constantly trying to prove ourselves wrong. Well, also, I feel that in some scenarios and situations, uh, society as a whole has become offended. Like, I have to believe your way, or I have to get you to believe my way, because my way is the only way. Or you have to mean your way is right. No, both ways can be right. It's each person is going to have a different uh, approach route to take to get somewhere or an approach. Agreed, and uh, and I think it's if we sit down with the data and we both have good intentions with that data, right? Right then we can come up with two absolutely different approaches and maybe neither one of them are right. Maybe we need to combine the two of them. Exactly. One isn't right by itself. It needs the other to finish it up. Exactly. And hold on one second. And I think that, um, what are you going to say? Um, go ahead and then uh, ask, finish your thought and then ask me. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just think that it's it's interesting that so many people will be like, well, I did my research. Honey, all you did was a Google search and you found a website where, you know, 1% of the scientific population agrees with you. And we can move from one thing to another thing when the when we have more information, it's okay to change your mind and say, you yeah, know what? 
starting out one direction doesn't mean you have to stay going that direction, and that's anything in life. And research is the number one. I can see research being a top thing. That yes, the minute you think it's going to go a certain way, hello. It changes. Something comes in and you're like, I didn't expect that. You can change your mind. You can change. There is no shame in saying, I think that we don't need to do this. And then when more data comes out, you go, oh, yep, we do need to do that. Yes, and actually, uh oh, you cut out. Are you there? Nope. Yeah, now I can try again. Okay. Yeah, you're back. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's gone. I was saying, you know, you can change your mind. You can have data, and then I also, but I also understand. And if we're, you want to go to vaccines and talk about that. Nobody should force people to to do an emergency authorization thing. You know what I'm saying? Like kids. Being, I do. And I really don't I think. that's a topic for a whole episode all on its own. Oh, it totally is. You yes. I mean? Yeah, because that's huge. Yeah. And I don't think that especially parents in regard to their children, I don't think they should be forced to do something like that. But I, because especially in an emergency authorization use, I choose to give it to my son because I feel like it's completely safe and he'll be fine. But that's my choice. I wouldn't want, I don't want them to mandate that for schools. And I get that. Right. Like, you, wouldn't want, you wouldn't want someone to say, Andra, in order for your son to take part in this camp, you have to uh, give him the vaccine. You know what? If they want to do that for something private, I'm kind of on the fence with that. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like that idea. Uh, I don't like the idea don't, of it. No, I don't like it for anything. I don't like it with I'm children not, because... Not for this, a kid's camp, not for school, not for me to take a flight somewhere, for a cruise somewhere. Yeah, I don't uh, like the, I don't like the I don't idea like of it. I don't like choice. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I get that we should be safe and we should be doing what's best and all of those things, but you're talking about emergency authorization use for children... And I just don't feel like there's enough data out there to ease the consciences of all of parents. But I, I am glad. You know, there was a time when I... Not, you know what? I'm going to stop right there because that you're right. This is a topic for another yep. time. Yep. Yep. Vaccines could go on forever. We could get into a real good yeah, that's, a whole, that's a whole episode that would be well over 30 minutes that we should give people the choice to listen to the whole thing or listen to it into sections just like we did in this be in my opinion yeah i agree we'll we'll get into that another day another time but i agree with you i don't think that um i guess private companies and private entities can do what they want to but the you know state schools and state federally funded schools they shouldn't be they shouldn't be forcing that to uh until it's until it's been studied further that's all i'm gonna say on that Okay. It's too. It's okay. too. It's too new. That's way on too new. That, on that statement, yes, I agree. So, we uh, but I think that there's a lot of people who go out 
and search the interwebs and say they've done their research and will quote a bunch of people who have been, you know, a paper uh, by some doctor who doesn't have a license anymore or by a group of doctors who've been censured by the medical board or, <laughs> I mean, you just, right. yes. I see so much of this and people are like, I've send me more information. And I'm like, here's all this data. Here's all of these, you know, all of these peer reviewed uh -huh. studies. And I've gotten to the point where I just don't want to fight anymore because if you can't see it, that you're that's part of the problem that we, that some people have lost the ability to sit with a group of their peers or non-peers and have a conversation and all be coming from a different direction and have a whole different thought and still be able to discuss it, even if it gets a little heated and go, you know what, I'm not... I don't see it the way you do. I understand where, how you feel or see it that way, but I do not. So we'll just continue to agree to disagree, but yet that didn't affect the group as a whole and how we interact with each other from, from the moment we walk away. Right. Does that make sense? It does. You know and I, think, I think that it goes into, like, I'm not here to try. You, you've given info, you've put information on the table. And I look at that information and say, that's clinically, okay, there you are. I say that's clinically wrong, inaccurate. That's clinically inaccurate. Here are 17 different things to show that that is clinically inaccurate. And it devolves into them calling me a shill, like name calling. And I'm like, I'm like, there's, there's really no reason for you to talk to me like that. You could just say I disagree and walk away. But if you're going to come, if you're going to come at me, be prepared that I'm going to give you my reasons why I feel the way I feel. And if you're going to come at me and say, I need to take in new information and I read what you send me and say that is grossly inaccurate because of these 17 things I'm showing you. Be open to new information as well. And I think people are so damn close-minded <laughs> and yep. so hung up on being right. And I'm like, I'm right. Yeah, in really, in the year 2021, should we still all be so close-minded? Haven't we seen so much in life that that should, like, no. open it's, up a little bit? And I think social media is fed into those silos. We watch our our type of TV news. We listen to our people radio. We listen, you know, we get fed in our news feeds. We get fed our brand of whatever it is. And what I love is that Facebook can't freaking figure me out. It sends me way left wing stuff and it sends me way right wing stuff. And I'm like, ha ha, you don't know what I am. <laughs> well, and I was gonna say that, you know, some quit thinking for themselves because, hey, it's on social media, so I have to see it that way or it's that way because it was on social media or just because it was on the news. Oh, hello. Oh, no. Think for yourselves, people. Exactly. Have your own laws. Yep, exactly. Go. If you want to do research, then go find some double blind studies that are actually not showing. Skewed data, and when, when an entire scientific community says, hey, that paper that you're quoting, that one paper that you sent me, 
it's an interesting paper, but I'd like you to look at page eight at that bottom table and you'll see that 87% of people were given steroids as well. That's why yeah. I'm telling you that it was the steroid use and not the medication you're trying to tell me. And I just, and then they're just like, you're just a shill and you just don't want people to live. And now why are you being so negative? And I'm like, I'm not being negative. I'm being realistic. <laughs> Yes, but we've both been around in this world long enough to know that sometimes people don't want to be shown there's another way because it's only their way. They've thought that way for so many years that it's harder to change their way of thinking or change their course. Right. They're going to stay on that course hell or high water. Okay, so let's take a wound, for example, okay? Let's say somebody had a spider bite to their arm, okay? And we and we got an order for, I don't know, uh, packing it with Prisma. And we pack it with Prisma and pack it with Prisma and pack it with Prisma for months on end and we get exactly nowhere. That wound stays the exact same that size. Where we, that is where, in my opinion, we as nurses, it is our responsibility to go to that doctor and go, hey, let's remind, I need to remind you, we've been doing this for this amount of time, and let's go back and look at the progress that we have not seen. So what if, don't be scared to say to a doctor to, that there may be another way. What if we try a different course? And if that doctor yeah. said, if we don't recommend a different course, that doctor's going to assume that wound is healing. We have to change course in order to do the best. For, we thought that Prisma would work. That sounded like a great idea until months later it hadn't changed in size. So we have to change course. It doesn't mean that we did anything wrong. It doesn't mean that she, he did anything wrong. It doesn't mean that that doctor, he, she, or the patient, he, she did anything wrong or that we did. It means we have, have this, to change course sometimes. we have data in front of us, empirical data of measurements of this wound that says it hasn't budged in three months. That means we have to change course. We have to try something new, which means not that we were liars that that Prisma was going to work, but given the data, it's not working for them. Period. It got Let's us, move on. It got us this far. Now it's time to change it to something else. Oh, and I actually uh, misled you earlier. I am 18 miles from Springfield. Oh, okay. All right. Nice town. Except Pretty. they just got passed by a semi. Yeah. Pretty, pretty country. That's for sure. He is hauling. Yeah, well, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I don't know, Tanja, I just, it, it irritates me to see people look at stuff and I, I, you know, I don't really, I don't want to give the impression that I actually care because I don't care what anybody's opinion of me is because people can think what they want or say what they want. It doesn't really affect me. I get very, I was very disheartened in the middle of the pandemic when I was personally being accused of not having hopeful ideas not wanting to hear good news, that I was just a Debbie Downer, because what we were seeing required us to continue lockdowns. 
All and, right. and so then, yes. you know, we're bad people because we were protecting, like I was a bad person for locking everybody out of my, not that anybody really accused me of that, but I, you know, you just, it's like, I'm not going to feel, yeah, yeah. I'm not going anywhere, not out of fear. I'm not going anywhere and I'm not letting anybody come in here because I have entire communities at risk that if you go out and do something risky, it's your business. It's not going to hurt me. I'm probably going to survive COVID. My son's probably going to survive COVID. But what it will do is cause communities that I go into to be wiped out. And that's my responsibility to take care of that. Right. It's about risk mitigation. I don't care if you go out, you know, buck naked running down the street licking toilet seats. I could care less what you do. But stay uh, out of hey, if you listen, I need to interrupt you. If you ever hear that I have ran around town naked and I'm licking a toilet seat, I do need you as a friend. I'll have you committed. To care a little bit that you say, uh, Taja, I, I do, I would like to talk to you about this. <laughs> I feel it's serious. I, I feel, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. <laughs> I, I, I would, because if I heard you ran around town and you were looking at the toilet seats. I would care enough to go, Audra, I mean, we need to talk. What is going on? <laughs> I've been close to that a couple times this year. <laughs> uh, I mean, too. I've asked for a spoon so I could fall on it and jab it in my eye numerous times uh, in this year. <coughs> But, I mean, I really don't care what people do. It's fine. But don't try to push it on me. Try, try and push your agenda on me. My whole thing is, like, everybody with the masks, they're saying the same thing. Don't try to push your agenda on me. And I'm like, the worst thing that you're going to do is look stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's about, risk, it's about risk mitigation and helping your community, not just about everybody trying to control you. Because I swear to God, I'm not trying to control anybody. I'm just thankful that they're lifted. People's faces are free. You know, I'm ready to burn mine. Yeah, it's become kind of like the bra and shoes when you get off work, you know? Yeah. You yeah. can't wait to rip it off. I, I, as soon as I hit the door, I can't wait to take the fucker off, you know? I, it's. Yup. And I don't want to put it on, especially as hot and humid as it is, you know? It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm married to a mask. Or, or uh, prescribed to a certain, you know, paranoia. Like, I'm not sure that schools really needed to be shut down completely. I took my son out of school for the very same reason. You know, because, because he doesn't do well with transitions. And I knew they were going to go in public, you know, go in person and then... And then virtual. And then in person and then virtual. And then in person and then virtual. Um, and I didn't want him bouncing back and forth. Plus, I don't know what everybody's families in his classroom were doing. So I needed him to be here. Again, risk mitigation. There were too many lives at risk if he got it and brought it home to me from school, you know? Right, exactly. Oh, no, 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 truck. Stay right there. Yes. So, again, it's just those personal decisions. There's more to it than just... Oh, you're living out of fear. No, dude, I'm not. <laughs> I've got, uh, how many people live in the community that you have even? And then there's an entire other side. And all of those people are put at risk with every choice that I make. That's right, yeah, exactly. 
So there's a little bit more that goes into it than just me <laughs> or my choices yeah. or our choices. Exactly. So. But. Okay. So what are you listening to? Um, I've actually been bouncing around uh, listening to, of course, Caleb. Uh, Caleb really doesn't get me through a lot. Uh, it just kind of helps keep me centered, balanced. Uh, I've also, uh, on my road trip, as always, I've been listening to The Pulse. Mm-hmm. Uh, AP's on the 8th. Of course, Tom Petty. Elvis. Mm-hmm. I got caught up on True Crime Garage and then promptly got behind it by one episode. I'm all caught up on The Hoof and Tell Him Steve Dave, that uh, Aaron, Burgum, Aaron Burgum book on the Middle East. Um, so I got up about four or five hours. I've also still been doing my Dead Tree book, The Watchmen. So. Yeah, because uh, I don't read books. Just because sometimes, even listening to someone's voice, like reading a book on audio, sometimes I don't even want that, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends on the uh, narrator. Uh, silence, silence is truly golden sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah, I had a bunch of that. I, I also got back into The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Lord help me. That thing terrifies me. Hmm. Uh, my friend, uh, Terry Harris. Yes. Did you just say the handmaid's tale? Handmaid's tale, yeah. Yes, she actually, uh, watches that and she tried getting me into it, but I don't have Hulu. So, uh, there's no other place for me to watch it. So, uh, I've um, never gotten into it. I have to share my, uh, password and username. I would never do that. I would never do that, but I might have to share it. Well, you know, you can watch that. Yeah, because I hear, I hear it's really good. Oh, you either like it or you don't. It's, ter- it's terrifying. The books are awesome. I mean, who doesn't love Margaret Atwood? Um, but, but the... Yes, actually good author, yes. Yes, very. And um, ha, she, she scares the shit out of me because it's not really that far off, um, you know, from from a reality that could happen. You know, we talk a little bit about critical thinking and then you you talk about people getting in their silos and you talk about people having their own biases and they Um so, yeah. Uh it could happen on a just real quick. So, it's it's terrifying. It's a terrifying dystopia. Yes. Well, here is what's terrifying. Okay, yesterday, being as stressed and crazy as I was, and then um, got a couple more things added, so I needed to figure out a way to work them in, which I was only able to work one in. Uh Uh, And anyway, uh, I knew I had to take my morning pills yet. Oh, I got to get them out of my pocket and take them. Pick up my drink and move on now to the next thing. Then I get to my office, sit down my drink, start to do something, and I'm like, oh, wait, I didn't finish that last thing. But wait, did I take my medicine? Well, I don't know. I got something in my hand. I take a sip of my drink, throw back whatever was in my hand. Guess what? 
it was two quarters. Uh, I was going to walk to uh, the other side of the building to get uh, another form of caffeine out of the vending machine. Mm. And I already taken my pills, so yes, it was the two quarters in my hand, and my critical thinking skills allowed me to lock my throat up so they went nowhere. Wow. That's terrifying, actually. And then people will say, do you not look at what you take? My son gave me, um, one day when I came home from work, he handed me the, my medicine, and I'm making air quotes. He's like, here, Mom, here's your afternoon medicine. And I was like, oh, thank you. And about 30 minutes later, I was like, oh, God, I'm really tired. Why am I so tired? And then I dawned, it dawned on me, and I'm like, Jordan, did you just give me my sleeping pills? And he was like, you stayed up all night last night. You're going to bed tonight. And I was like, oh, my God. So my son roofied me, and I had no. <laughs> that is funny. And people are like, do you not look at the pills you take? The answer to that is clearly, uh, no, we don't have time for that. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, in my defense, I wouldn't think that my son would actively try to drug me. I now know better. He clearly right. would. If he feels it's necessary, he clearly would. So, hey, what are you going to do? Exactly. Good watch out, Jordan. At least maybe you needed some sleep. <laughs> I did need some sleep. He is not wrong. And he didn't give him to me at like 2 in the afternoon. It was like 5 o'clock. But I was in bed by 7 that night. I can tell you that much. I slept like a champ, too. <laughs> I bet you did. He saw to it. All right, drive safe. All right, I will. Ready to kill it? Kill it. All right. Bye. Where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. What the fuck ever? Where we sit and chat about the nitty-gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm Audra. Before we get to today's chapter, let's get down to some business. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views within are our own. Any guests we may have are fucking shit. I don't think our guests are fucking shit, and I think they're going to be offended when they hear that. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit... <laughs> Never fucking discussed ever in any of your fucking textbooks. <laughs> I'm fucking Tanja. And she's fucking, fucking Audra. Audra. <laughs> purposes only. The views within are our own. They do not reflect our possession. <laughs> what the fuck? You would think we'd been drinking. Hold on, let me just go back and do it. The first part's fine. I can keep that. Okay. <clears throat> Before we get into <laughs> oh, okay. Before <laughs> Nope, not yet. That ain't it.
thicker glass. I need to sniff that. Drinking. Are you on something? Did you take I, a Zanny? I need to be on something. Did you take um, a Zanny? Oh, God, I wish. Uh, you should take one less block than you did. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Cut it, sister. They're scored for a reason. Uh, okay. Uh, we should probably start from the top. So, I have so is Abuse Bar, by the way. It's scored for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Abuse okay. Bar gives me a very bad headache. I don't know. I never take it. Oh, it hurts my head. I Just like triliptal. I like triliptal. I don't. That's what I took. Did you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't need to take it because all it makes you do. I don't now, but there was a time where I needed I did. it. And when I yes. took the boost part, <laughs> just didn't give a fuck about anything, and I'm already there. That's how I was with Zoloft. I was like, set the house on fire. I'll sit right here and <laughs> let it burn. Light my cigarette. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Let it burn, baby. Burn. Okay. So. We want to thank you for joining us for this week's chapter of Not in the Textbooks podcast, where we sit and chat about the nitty gritty never discussed in any of your textbooks. I'm Tanja. And I'm on. Fuck a <laughs> mule. take a minute to thank you for listening sharing and engaging with us subscribing and following our social media pages your feedback is invaluable to us it helps us to know the stories and chapters to seek out it helps to make us better and we can't tell you how much that means to us you can find links to all of our social media pages and everywhere we can be streamed on our flow page that's www.flow.page slash not in the textbooks podcast if you have a second, please go to Apple Podcasts to rate and review us. Five star, please. It really does help out the show. Remember, we're in the middle of figuring out the crazy stories of our lives. So create a little kindness. Show some love and compassion. And if you can't because your chapter is just too hard right now, we're here for you and we're rooting for you. So just, just keep, keep going. going. We hope to see you back here in the stacks digging up some stories and chapters for next week.